Aging is a natural part of life for most everything. This object seems to accelerate the process. UFOs and strange satellites orbiting the Earth have been a staple in folk tales and conspiracy. These space spheres are no different. A box full of puzzle pieces that change upon every opening. Clocks that make you age might not be as ironic as you think. Stories of flying polygonal shape encounters happen a lot. Are these the cause? Simple puzzles that like to change up the pieces might be a cool idea, but the images the puzzle creates might be strange. You're getting three for the price of two in this edition of the SCT Podcast. Episode 113, SCPs 224-225 and 226. Hello everybody, and welcome to the podcast known as Secure, Contain, and Talk. We are your hosts, and my name is Eli. And my name is Matt. Uh, this is, and this yep, yep, is a podcast yep. about the SCP Foundation. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I, <laughs> I'll cut out my side. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, is, the SCP Foundation is a secret organization that captures and contains anomalies and protects the world while studying and perfecting their understanding of things they call SCPs. Exactly. And uh, here at SCT... We now read the documents from beginning to end. We say that because we didn't used to, but we're trying now. And we're also, because this is, I guess, the part where we will do this, we're doing three today. Yeah. If it wasn't obvious from the teaser, if unless you skipped it, that's totally fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're, do- we're covering three fucking SCPs today, which is a first. This is going to yeah, be it's, weird. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. We're going to see how everybody likes it. Um, since we've been getting faster at doing stuff. Um, and speaking of stuff, we do have a lot of stuff in our description, like links to the SCP website that we read from and the specific SCPs we will read today, so you can read along. Uh, we also have a link to our Discord, which is a free community that y'all can join. Um, it's people that listen to the podcast, people that like SCP. Uh, we're all a little bit like-minded in some ways, uh, and we draw each other's company. Yeah, and if you want to get closer to us, um, you can always join our Patreon and support the podcast directly. And uh, I believe in the second tier, you can actually listen in live on our recordings. Um, and we'll give you the details if you if you ever feel inclined to join. Uh, your name will always be read out at the end of the episode if you become a Patreon. Uh, obviously, you do not have to. Just listening is enough. Um, but if you would like to support us, that would be very nice of you. All right. Well, with that all out of the way, oh god, let's get started with our first SCP of the day. SCP-224, Grandfather Clock. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. SCP-224. This SCP was written by unknown author, but rewritten by Troy L. from the SCP Wiki. Glad that we actually got it rewritten. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, item number, SCP-224. Object class, Euclid. Special containment procedures. Item number... Uh, I am so stupid. My brain is all over the place. Item SCP-224 is to be stored in a soundproof enclosure, enclosure with an a, acoustic destructive interface node. Interference. Uh, interference nodes. Oh, shit. Uh, nodes must be replaced on a weekly basis by remote means due to the erratic nature of SCP-224's effect. Uh, Non-D-class personnel are not to enter the enclosure. Additionally, SCP-224's enclosure must be kept free from moisture to avoid rapid oxidation. Oxidization, yeah. Yep, oxidation. Uh, okay. Uh, in the event that the clock begins to chime, all personnel must evacuate the area, and lo and the location should be secured following procedure Azit-77. Huh. All right. Okay, Pretty so judgment. don't... Yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, description. Uh, SCP-224 uh, is a wooden grandfather clock, uh, ascended with a black liqueur... liqueur Oh, lacquer. Okay. Black lacquer and gold leaf markings. Remotely observed. Date. Uh, wait. Markings. Remotely observed. Date is its origin at the end of the 19th century. Though, There's a lot of commas and, in that sentence. Yeah, that was a lot of weird commas. <laughs> yeah, that's what... <laughs> Uh, through internal examination of its components, uh, of its components has been done. The density and the construction of its gears make method of function impossible to interpret. Okay, it's, so it's not like a regular clock. <laughs> Who would have uh, guessed? <laughs> yeah, right? It's an anomaly! <laughs> uh, the hands of the clock do not move with any known consistency, though the tendency seems to be generally clockwise. Generally? Generally clockwise. <laughs> <laughs> Additionally, chimes occur at non-regular intervals, ranging from approximately one minute to several months. The, to further complicate matters, the numbers on the clock also have a tendency to move and shift, though they generally retain ascending order. Okay. Anomalous cool clock. I love, I love really cool anomalous clocks. Hmm. Um, each chime has an anomalous acoustic signature that causes a drastic localized temporal acceleration. People and objects in range of the sound begin to age. The amount of time is not consistent with the chimes, ranging from essentially inconsequential amounts of to several years. Uh, though the amount aged during any single event is, uh, consistent for all objects within the field of effect. Okay. Interesting. Uh, oh, a found log already. 
uh, SCP-224 was originally found in the Redacted Antique Shop. Oh, yeah! Ooh. And purchased by Mr. Redacted as a gift for his wife. I love anomalies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> when brought home and wound, the anomalous properties were noticed, though not acted upon. Both apparently considered the object broken. What? Yeah, great. <laughs> their bodies were discovered in their collapsed <laughs> house two days later, Jesus aged Christ. significantly. <laughs> uh, Foundation personnel monitoring redacted took interest, and SCP-224 was subsequently recovered. Agents redacted and redacted were unfortunately lost during following exposure during transportation. Yeah. I probably have said this millions of times, but I freaking love when like anomalies are just found in an old antique shop. It's the gremlin yeah. feel, you know? It's it, for me it's also <laughs> like the junkyard or like a flea yeah. market or something yep. like that where yep. somebody got rid of it in the worst way possible. Yeah. Just like, oh, I'm just going to pawn off this weird thing that made my grandpa age and yeah. die. Just like in <laughs> yeah. the most irresponsible way possible. Yeah, like estate sales or something. Yeah, like, the, yard the sales. Yeah. Yard sales, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and then there's a small note here. Uh, any instances of SCP-224 remaining, uh, retaining any pneumatic pattern for an extended period should re be reported to crossed out Dr. Simmons, uncrossed out Dr. Locke. Uh, failure to do so will result in suspension and possible demotion. Hmm. All right, so you just got to watch the face of the clock, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Addendum SCP-224, Cataloged Incidents. Uh, due to repeated errors on the part of the maintenance crews working on containment for SCP-224, Dr. Simmons insisted that the following report be spread among the on-site work crews to fully stress the importance of SCP-224's containment. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was such a long sentence. <laughs> Uh, after its circulation, it was added to the primary case file for historical purposes. Today, I had the pleasure of informing Agent Redacted that he has to be given retirement pay and is free to leave active duty as of this evening. It is not initially approved by Director until I explain the circumstances. Uh, Agent Redacted, who is the father of Alice Redacted and husband of... Merrily, agent uh, redacted, uh, was walking past the SCP-224 uh, containment facility on Monday, March 1980. Monday. Redacted. Friday. Oh, oh Friday. Uh, I think your brain is skipping around a lot. Today. I think my brain is skipping around a lot. Let me do that again. <laughs> was walking past the SCP-224 containment facility on Friday, March 17th. 1980 redacted he was reporting to his supervisor's office to deliver the final report on scp uh, redacted three digits which what he was instrumental in helping acquire because scp-224's effect is so unpredictable he had no way of knowing that the object had activated until the acoustic dampening equipment failed oh god leading to the collapse of the wall. Oh no. Yeah. At this time, Agent Redacted 
was exposed to seven iterations iterations, uh, in, iterations of SCP-224's effect. Uh, the first one saw him age into his mid-30s. That's fucking so creepy to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, those of you who have seen the video are aware that this wasn't a drastic change. However, by the second exposure, he was now well into his 40s. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. There was a significant graying of hair. By the third generation, he was balding, and we estimate his age reached into the early 60s. By the fourth, his skin had noticeably wrinkled, with liver spots appearing in several places. By the sixth iteration, Agent Redacted collapsed due to a broken hip, fracturing several ribs and his left arm. It was at this time that he lost control of his bowels and bladder. When the seventh iteration ended, containment had to be manually reestablished. At this time, Agent Redacted is estimated to be over a hundred years old. Jesus. Jesus. Oh my god. Uh, As a note, Agent Redacted volunteered for termination and experimentation of SCP-224's effects should the retirement pay he was now technically entitled to be (laughs) reported to his family. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Observer, the clock made him shit himself. The clock is an asshole. The clock is an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Christ. Holy crap. Uh, I heartily thank Director Redacted and Agent Redacted for giving us this opportunity to study SCP-224's effect. I'll help you remember in the future that while some SCPs kill immediately, others do not. Others leave lingering effects that have ramifications for the people and the families of the people who are subject to them. Uh, Dr. Rausmussen was down the hall from Agent Redacted. He is now a 35-year-old man in an elderly body. Uh, Assistant researcher Jessup, who was pregnant when she was exposed in the same incident, died when her child was forced through her abdomen. Holy shit, I didn't even think about that. Oh no. Uh, Her son is a 40-year-old man with the mind of an infant. Uh, Dr. Quinn's undiagnosed case of bladder cancer consumed his entire abdomen in a matter of moments. Oh no. Please keep these incidents in mind before failing to replace the perfectly fine acoustic notes nodes in the containment enclosure. Dr. J. Simmons, Head of Containment, SCP-224. Jesus. Yeah. So... Christ. <laughs> Keep up with your special containment procedures, and hopefully we'll be Obey okay. Obey them, please. Yeah. They are there for a reason. They are there for a reason. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, four people on site just, uh, <laughs> their lives are ruined because they got aged up. Good job. And one lady is dead. One lady is dead, and so is their child because their so stomach is... got eaten by cancer. By cancer. <laughs> What like, the fuck, man? Gee whiz. Yeah, this clock's fucked. This clock Most is very 40 fucked. year old men have the minds of infants. Mind of infants. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Dude, God. what the heck? Really, a cool idea, though. Like, this is definitely a thing that you would find in, like, a decrepit house mm-hmm. or something and just be like, why is this house so decrepit? And you go in and it's like, oh, shit. I'm imagining... <laughs> like, it reminds me of the beach or whatever. I, I was going to say, it reminds me of, um... It reminds me of, like, the, the sound that I imagined that comes from this thing is mm. that off-key clock chime the a fucking that's so freaky to me i can't remember what movie i was watching recently did it but it was really good um yeah m night Shyamalan's the what is it the the beach or whatever old old it's called old yeah well i remember watching that yeah very mid it's fine the script is awful whoever wrote that fucking movie it's M. Night, dude. M. Night wrote it. <laughs> uh, oh. The twist is cool. Yeah. This is M. Night Shyamalan. The twist is yeah. cool. The twist was cool. The getting but, there was geez. a thing. Yeah. You're right, indirect, yeah. Oof. Um, eh. Good. I, 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 I like I like, I like, like this one. This one's cool. Yeah, this I, one's kind I, of interesting. I, just, I have a sucker for clocks, yeah. All right, one quick ad is between you and the next SCP, which is SCP-225. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SCP-225, Unstoppable and Immovable. This SCP is by Rhett Sarlin from the SCP Wiki. Item number, SCP-225, Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-225-1 is contained at Site-65 for study and experimentation. No guards are necessary for the object itself, as theft is impossible, and the object is harmless for the moment. Okay. (laughs) Ongoing tests are to be made to find a way to eliminate Dash 1, or at least to find a way to move it from its position in a controllable fashion. (laughs) Dash 2 is as yet uncontainable, and should be monitored as best as possible as it travels, with constant updates as to its current position, speed, trajectory, along with projections as to its estimated position for the next 50 years. Holy crap. Is it just like a really slow-moving sphere that just moves? I think so. It's just like hanging out. (laughs) As of this writing, SCP-225 poses no immediate threat. However, in the Mm. event that a collision course with Dash-1 is detected, (laughs) SCP-225 is to be immediately upgraded to Keter, and every (laughs) effort must be made to find a way to alter Dash-1 or Dash-2 from their courses. Oh, jeez. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's not great. Um, Yeah, no. All Foundation resources are to be made available for this objective should a collision ever become probable. Planetary evacuation plans are to be drawn up as a precaution. (laughs) Planetary evacuation? (laughs) As are revised containment procedures for Keter-level items whose containment being compromised by data expunged (laughs) would not also result in the item's imminent destruction. (laughs) Okay. Oh my God. What the fuck? 
shit. This is gonna be <laughs> fucked up, isn't it? You got serious. <laughs> People of Earth, we're fucked! <laughs> People of Earth! <laughs> Description. Dash 1 and Dash 2 are shiny, gray, metallic spheres of unknown origin and composition, each with a diameter of 0.681 meters. Alrighty. SCP-225-1... Okay, Eli. Dash 1 appears stable and motionless, but is in fact moving in a geosynchronous path above Earth at the hmm. exact speed of Earth's rotation, maintaining oh. its relative position at all times. Oh shit, so it looks like it's staying still. That's kind of cool. So cool. Gravity, magnetism, and all other forces tested have had no effect upon it. Dang. It maintains position approximately 7.3 meters above the surface. No amount of force brought to bear on it. What? English? Come on, Eli. Hmm. No amount of force brought to bear on it in any direction has any effect upon its position. All tools and weaponry tested have no effect upon it physically. Oh my god. Can't blow that's, it up. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, my brain. Yawn. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dash 2 follows a path around the sun that is nearly synchronous with Earth's. Hmm. It does not orbit Earth. Earth rotates under it, giving it the illusory appearance of traveling around the Earth at velocities usually ranging from 1,600 to 2,000 uh, kilometers per hour, depending okay. on its current relative altitude. <laughs> <laughs> it does not technically orbit the sun, either. It appears to be moving under its own power via unknown means. Its course has not been entirely predictable. Differences between SCP... Okay. Differences between... <laughs> Mujahideen. Mahajin. Differences between Dash 2's path and Earth's orbit move the planet closer to or farther away from Dash 2, within a surprisingly hmm. small level of variance to date. Since it, it was first observed in Redacted, it has never reached a relative altitude of less than 10 kilometers, generally staying between double-digit redacted kilometers and four-digit redacted kilometers above the surface. Although it has moved as far away as data expunged, resulting in a temporary loss of contact in Redacted. Contact reestablished in Redacted after the Redacted Lunar Impact Incident. Alright, that was obnoxious. <laughs> I, I'm assuming it was just a, a tracker. <laughs> Similarly to Dash 1, no force or weaponry brought to bear upon it has had any effect. The, they really Jeez. like using that word. They really <clears throat> like bears. Uh... <laughs> uh, th uh, though testing on it is significantly more difficult, time-consuming, and resource-intensive due to the variation in its relative position. Because yeah, it moves. <laughs> yeah, who would have guessed? And also, not just moves, moves very quickly. Moves very fast, yeah. Addendum. To summarize, no effort to move or damage Dash 1 has any effect, and no effort to stop or damage Dash 2 has any effect. Dash 2 destructively travels through any object in its path without pause and or pushes it out of the way, regardless of mm. that object's composition. 
Dash one is unaffected by any amount of force brought to pair, bear on it in any direction. Stop saying it like that. Bear. Bear. <laughs> While individually each object is not as yet of any major concern, there are cataclysmic implications should these two objects collide. Yeah, when an immovable force meets an unstoppable object. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Projections based upon the estimated... T- um, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Projections based upon the estimated amount of material contained between the two objects, which is 0.33 cubic meters, approximately 2.6... Wow. What? English, Eli. Holy shit. Approximately 2,600 kilograms, show that should the objects annihilate each other, they would release a minimum the power of a two-digit redacted gigaton nuclear explosion. (laughs) Potentially much higher, depending upon... Uh, what they are constructed of. I... <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Since all tests thus far have shown that neither Dash 1 nor Dash 2 can be damaged or moved by any means known, the possibility also exists that neither object would be elim- uh, annihilated, halted, or altered from their course, even by contact with the other. Hmm. If this is true, then a collision between Dash 1 and Dash 2 has the potential to data expunged. Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, <laughs> annihilate the Earth, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, fair. <laughs> In this circumstance, planetary evacuation may not be sufficient and data expunged <laughs> should time permit before data expunged. So they're saying it could destroy more than just the earth in the galaxy yeah it could just which it is could just destroy reality which is really scary to think about yeah um because <laughs> it rips reality because something that's not we might mm, a lot of people have this weird perspective that our planets aren't very far apart they're light years away from each other mm-hmm, like it mm-hmm. takes it takes what is it years to reach mars yeah it's fucking crazy that's crazy so huge <laughs> Like, that is so fucking, like, impossible for us at this point. Mm-hmm. That's, like, crazy to think about. That it's something... Months? Oh, okay, it's months. months That's yeah. still fucking crazy! It's still crazy, It doesn't yeah. take months to drive across the U.S. Like, just to put <laughs> that into perspective. It doesn't take months to fly around the U.S. It takes hours. It takes days. That's yeah. nothing. That's nothing compared to the next planet over. It's fucking insanity. Insanity and change. And it's like, the weird part about it is like, what are the origins of this? Is this like an alien origin? Is this like a different reality origin? I mean, is it (laughs) SCP-001 origin? So is it, is it God? (laughs) Is it God? Are these just like, are these just like a prankster God's magnets that they just threw at us? Like, and why specifically Earth? Like one of them is just always orbiting Earth uh, at a consistent rate. So it's like stuck in place basically. And then the other one... Well, is one is orbiting the sun around us. So here's a, yeah. So one is always stuck in our gravitation, and it always moves exactly where it wants to. The other mm. one always faces the sun, and it follows the Earth's rotation technically, which is kilometers per hours fast. By the way, yeah, which is crazy yeah. to think about. <laughs> um, so from the surface, it looks like it's moving very quickly, but it's just following the sun. It's following which is kind of cool sun, to think yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Um. So weird. Yeah. So unbelievable. Weird. Yep. 
This is a cool and I one. Like, and I, re- I do really like the pictures that are on the page, too, because they, they literally do look like the conspiracy, like, I saw, <laughs> the, like, a weird, like, metal object. ball. Like, yeah, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I like the, the separation because they have a perfect picture of the left one with high mm-hmm. exposure in the background. So the background is all black and then yeah. or not high exposure. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, and then the second one is a very blurry image of the moving one <laughs> of the moving one. Yeah. <laughs> is SCP-179 keeping track of this? Good question. Good question. Yeah, that is a good question. Which one's 179 again? That's the one that points. She's like, I think I think she's the one that like looks at stuff and is like, "Hey, I'm the, the pointed stuff." The lady the in lady space. The lady in yeah. space. Oh, maybe she'll point and be like, she, "Hey, by the way, you're about to die." Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's the she's the she's the the omnipotent being that's just floating between us and was it Mars or whatever? I don't remember. Regardless, to to break the immersion here, um. I think it's really fascinating that people come up with this shit. Yeah, it somebody is had crazy. to write this, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just gotta say, like in general, <laughs> people writing this shit, even if we don't enjoy it, the the fact that this is written down and it's this unique is very yeah, cool. it's super cool. It's, it's super cool. And d- to be f- to be frank, I actually like this one. This one's kind of cool. Yeah, this one's a really cool one. All right, one more ad, and then our last SCP of the day, SCP-226. SCP-226. Puzzle of Terror! Woo! This is by Dr. Gerald from the SCP Wiki. Good old Gerald. Gerald! (laughs) Gerald! Item number, SCP-226. Object class, safe. Special Containment Procedure SCP-226 is to be kept in a locked cabinet within the site-redacted secure item storage unit. Any person uh, wishing to use SCP-226 must have approval from any personnel with at least level 3 security clearance. Alright, pretty generic. Very simple. Yeah, very simple. Alrighty, into the meat and potatoes. Description SCP-226 is a cardboard box measuring roughly 30 centimeters by 20 centimeters by 4 centimeters. Uh, It has a lid that fits securely over the bottom half as well uh, as with any common puzzle box. Uh, The surface of the box is a deep black with the word fear (laughs) scrawled in with white ink on the (laughs) upper right corner of its lid. Uh, Okay, (laughs) very ominous. Uh, within the box, there are a thousand cardboard puzzle pieces, each uh, measuring roughly two centimeters in diameter. Also consider it, uh, considered SCP-226 uh, when... Con- uh, wait, wait. Also I considered don't... SCP-226. Oh, also considered... Two t- okay, I was like... Uh, sentences, I couldn't comprehend <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, when completed, uh, the puzzle always forms in a regular, a, a rectangular shape. Uh, however, the design and order in which the pieces fit together change with use. Uh, SCP-226 aligns itself with whoever initially opens the box. When opened, the pieces change design, and the completed image will show what has been discovered to the greatest fear of the person who is 
it was aligned to. Oh. Holy crap. That's <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Fear puzzle. <laughs> the image on the pieces do not change after the box has been opened. Recorded images on SCP-226 are as follows. A bloated corpse sinking underwater. So drowning. Yeah. A set of gallows with several nooses attached. Probably choking to death. <laughs> a person screaming with hundreds of small spiders crawling out of his mouth. Okay, <laughs> so that's arachnophobia. Okay. <laughs> a darkened window with a mutilated head, a hand scraped across it. Murder? I guess so. SCP-682. Just <laughs> <laughs> a picture of a fucking SCP. Yeah. Uh, uh, that is the lizard. indestructible lizard. What the yeah. fuck? A human figure completely covered in various insects, such as bees or centipedes. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. The cross-section of a coffin buried in dirt, with a person inside slamming her fists on ins on the inside of the lid. Oh, buried alive. Great. Yeah, buried alive. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of fun. Terif terrifying. I... <laughs> Puzzle of terror. Who would have known? Who would have known? <laughs> Mine would be a really boring puzzle. Mine would just be a person in the middle of nowhere. Because my fear is, uh, what is it? Autophobia? Being alone? Being alone. Gotcha. It'd just be like, it would just be like lost in the woods or something. Yeah, it would probably be something more interesting. Mm hmm. I, I don't know. Mine's like, I guess mine would be like a gorilla ripping me in half. <laughs> <laughs> Or like a giant like, f like skyscraper, like looking down or something like. Oh, that. Oh, that's right, heights. Yeah, heights. Definitely heights afraid of heights. For you. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, when completed and taken back apart, the lid of SCP-226 box will fly through the air and secure itself back on the lower half. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, the puzzle pieces will disappear, presumably returning back into the box. SCP-226 will then become unaligned. Uh, the align itself with the next person, uh, and, and align itself to the next person to open the box. Okay. It's uh, uh, another mean SCP. Yeah. Like, another... Ha ha, you're afraid, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, basically. I think it's, yeah, it's definitely more of a like, ha ha, this is your greatest fear. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things Fucking where it's just box. like, yeah, I think it would make it more dangerous if it was, like, compelled you to finish it and then, like, just face your fear at the end that of it. That would be kind of interesting. But also, yeah, like, I like the fact that it's, like, you, like, halfway done with the puzzle and you're like, Oh, this is... Oh, no, shit. I'm good. No, I'm good. I should stop. <laughs> it only Last says complete. when completed and taken back apart. What if you take it yeah. apart early? I don't know, actually. Nobody's tried That's it. a good question. Yeah. More data needed. Additional notes! <laughs> SCP-226 was first discovered by now-defunct Mobile Task Force Redacted-12 on Redacted oh, Date 19 Redacted. Okay. At the time, the task force was investigating reports of a possible SCP in a series of tunnels underneath a church in the city of Data Expunged. Oh shit, what the fuck? <laughs> Due to an equipment malfunction, uh, Mobile Task Force 12 had lost communication with the surface and was stranded within the tunnels until repairs were made. The task force discovered SCP-226 on a wooden table within a stone room, surrounded by several chairs. 
believing it to be a simple puzzle, uh, Mobile Task Force 12 decided to open uh, oh. SCP-226 to pass the time. Okay. When completed, <laughs> SCP-226 depicted the exact scene of Mobile Task Force 12 sitting at the table working oh on god. a puzzle. However, oh my god. Agent Redacted appeared to be viciously stabbing several other members uh of the task force with a standard issue combat knife. The puzzle was taken apart, transported back to its box, repairs were soon made, and Mobile Task Force 12 returned to the surface. Oh. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Regrettably, an accident en route, uh, en route from the surface caused the death of Agent Redacted, the same guy from before. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> hmm. Accident? Accident? Yeah, I accident. I think they killed him. I think they. I'm they, they, I think, it. I, yeah, I think paranoia won over on that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying, actually. Yeah. The simp very very simple SCP, but I I actually kind of really like this one. This, this one, is cool. This, yeah, this one needs more. I agree, Observer. This it definitely one needs, needs more. more. Yeah. It definitely could be expanded upon, like in a movie or a TV show or something. Like, uh, I don't think it needs it. I don't think it needs a focus, but I think it does. Uh, it would contribute to a yeah to a horror movie of to, some kind. Yeah, this is kind of cool. Like, a sh or even a short story, actually. Short story, yeah. Cool. An, an, an anthology series would do well. Yeah, an SCP anthology series. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah, that would be awesome, actually. <laughs> SCP anthology new project work <laughs> hey, i would love i would legitimately love that that would be, so <laughs> be <cool>. sick <laughs> you made it to the end of the episode if you enjoyed it make sure you follow for more episodes every week on friday mornings in the u.s or you know wherever you are in the world we'll be continuing our exhaustive research into each and every scp in the next episode Thank you to all of our patrons as of the recording of this episode. Ketsicus, Flingo, Beesent, Alex Nelly, Robin and Bendy, aka the Demon Jester, American John, Eli Shoop, and Noah Fox. Thank you everybody for being our patrons. We sincerely appreciate you. Uh, make sure to, I guess, check out our holiday special. Yeah, that's the most recent cool thing that we've done. Yeah. Uh, we discussed... Some what did we do? <laughs> God, I feel stupid. What we, did we do? <laughs> we did a fireside chat of reviewing. Oh, that's the year right. We did. We, I, I forgot that it was like super, super chill. Yeah, that's right. Once again, this has been Eli <laughs> and Matt on the SCT podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye bye. Bye bye.